Hey, what is up, everyone? It is Minnie Scarlet. You're listening to Something About Minnie. That is Young, Dumb, and Broke by Khalid on the uh, album American Teen. I don't know shit about music, so um, I don't know why I just said that. Like, I'm some fucking radio MC. I'm not. This is just my little podcast. <clears throat> Actually, this is a little version of an episode of my little podcast. So this is a mini-sode. Welcome to when I don't have another guest or a real set topic or anything like that. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit um let you guys know what's going on because you know with my guests I kind of do have a little more of like a structure and everything because I don't want them to be there wasting their time and I'm like (laughs) I don't have anything planned uh I don't have a lot planned usually but you know I I give them a little bit better than what I give myself so I asked y'all just some questions and stuff I'm gonna start off with a story um you know I like sharing my little personal things with you guys because I have this weird thing where if you uh actually there's a meme to describe this you know I'm in the generation where uh instead of saying things sometimes we just like memes um but the meme basically says some shit like uh uh me oh, I just, you know, don't really open up in front of people. I'm really shy. Uh, You have to really get to know me to get to know the, you know, my secrets and how I am and whatever. (laughs) Also me to the internet. Well, everybody, I'm suicidal and horny. (laughs) And that is basically sums up my comfort level with random ass people or being on stage or whatever. I get social anxiety, but that's usually like if it's fucking, uh... If it's, like, you know, people I give a shit about or even sometimes when it's not people I give a shit about, which is the most confusing thing. Uh, If you have social anxiety, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because normally you're like, I literally don't give a fuck what this dumbass has to think, you know, or has to say about me or think about me or whatever. And then suddenly you're, like, in this group of, like, two people and you're like, gee, I hope nobody thinks I'm a fucking weirdo. When in reality, they're probably the weirdos. Uh, Or not, you know, but uh, social anxiety doesn't let you think about that. The actual logical, logistical part of it all. So, my question for you guys... My question for you guys was, if y'all aren't really dating, like, in an official way, y'all aren't boyfriend-girlfriend, y'all aren't... (sighs) look at me I'm saying y'all you know how sad 12 year old me would be if if she knew 24 year old her was saying y'all I would be fucking sad as shit but uh you know I'm a worldly woman I have friends from the south or whatever um I've you know I think it really was the internet though that made me start saying y'all uh I still say you guys and whatever but Anyway, the question I asked you guys on on the Twitters was, you know, if you guys aren't talking, uh, I mean, you guys are talking, like you and a person have, you know, you're having sex, sometimes it's more than sex and you guys actually spend time together and all of that bullshit, um, at what point do you have an obligation to this person if you want to step back? and not see them anymore or you know um 
So I have obviously my point of view, but I'm going to read a few of your guys' point of views. Uh, my point of view on the, the whole thing is that there is no black and white rule regardless of what is acceptable. You know what I mean? There's no black and white rule of, oh, it's been 35 days, so you should be this way. Or this is the 10th fuck. It's got to be this way. So I've never been somebody who had those kinds of limitations necessarily. What I like to do is my regular check-ins. So that just basically means every few weeks, every few months, however often you feel, you and the other person feel, um is good you check in and that's basically just making sure you both still want whatever's going on you're both okay with it you like what's going on or if it's progressed to more that you both consent to it becoming more and then the boundaries that follow that and etc um so you know if you regularly check in like that i find you will have minimal problems about that kind of thing because y'all will already know what the fuck's going on you already know what's up you know what I mean like oh yeah every you know few months we have a check-in and I found out that she wanted to start seeing other people or you know whatever I don't know um but it's not going to come to you as a surprise it's not going to be like oh my fucking god I can't believe I didn't know this whole time that she wasn't um you know, only happy with my penis, et cetera, et cetera. And also there, you know, it de- like I said, it depends with each person. Some people are way more kind of willy-nilly about things. I'm not willy-nilly necessarily because I have my feelings and I really need to keep them in check and stuff. So I have a problem becoming vulnerable to people. So that's kind of the, the reason I have not been monogamous since my last relationship or I haven't really like pushed that on anybody or pushed anything serious on anybody anything that's kind of happened has been very organic I try really hard to <clears throat> to keep whoever is fucking with me in the loop of things nobody really doesn't know about the other you know of course if it's like a one-off thing then like I might, you know, I might just in passing say something if it's worth it, if it's funny, a funny thing or like a random thing or something like that. Um, and I know that it doesn't hurt the person that I'm telling feelings. Um, but also I understand that too. I get it if you don't want to hear about it. Like I 100% am respectable, uh, respectful of that. Um, but my, you know, when that kind of shit happens, it's kind of like, you can't be dating me, bro. I'm not the person that you want if that's the connection you want. Um, but don't get me wrong. A lot of people think, oh, if you got, you know, multiple partners and you really only fuck, uh, <clears throat> you don't really fuck with any of them in a, like, in a very deep level or emotionally, that's not true. I have standards for who I want to have sex with. You know what I mean? And it's, it might not be the same exact standards as someone I would have a serious relationship with, but there's definitely standards and there's definitely still some sort of connection that's there. Um, my issue is that a lot of the time when people want to go in that direction and have it be more than just, you know, a warm body that you're fucking, that means that you guys are erring into the jurisdiction of a relationship 
And within that, there's very black and white rules of what's okay for, you know, at least in the general consensus, there's all these rules like, oh, well, your girl really shouldn't be taking pictures like that and putting it on the internet. Your guy should really, you know, shouldn't really be doing this. I think inherently I will always have to kind of have this unconventional way of looking at things because of the body of work I do. So I can very easily, you know, a lot of girls I've heard or a lot of guys even think, well, if you loved somebody, you couldn't do it. No, no, no. I've loved people and I have still done some stuff with other people. And not in a sneaky way necessarily. I mean, <clears throat> we're never perfect or whatever. So I don't want to say I've never done anything sneaky in a bad way, but... um I've definitely, you know, had sex with other people when I didn't love them, and I loved other people, so it is possible, Um, but people have a very black and white understanding and comprehension of what they want their love to be and what love in general is and everything, and that works for them, Um, and it works with other people who are compatible with that and also think that um, the trouble is when it does not line up and it's not compatible obviously it's not compatible when it's not compatible Durr. i don't know why i say it like that but my point stands you know that's when the problem arises so for me with that same mindset that no relationship between two people are the same comes the mindset of um you know, it just depends on you too. There are some people that I've just never talked to again, but I didn't really feel it important because we weren't really anything. We weren't really friends and we were barely fuck buddies. So things like that, I don't think warrant anything serious as far as a discussion. And I think that they would think it was weird too if I did try and initiate a discussion. Now, I just um, decided to cut off somebody that I've been having sex with regularly for several months now. And uh, several, I don't know what several means, but it's been like six plus months. We don't see each other regularly. We don't ever, we've never left the house together. We've never had dinner. We've never even brought each other fast food you know, the most we've really done is, like, smoked a blunt, and one time he fell asleep in my bed for a few hours, and I woke up, and he was gone, and, you know, that's just how it is. We've always been good friends, and, you know, I don't doubt that I will be his friend in the future. Uh, I do doubt it, actually. I'm not gonna rule it out, I guess is what I mean, Uh, but I don't really think that warrants, like, a big conversation either, you know, because at some point, I might, you know, I don't know how sometimes I feel at 3 a.m. I feel funny. (laughs) But, you know, as far as actually having this, like, formal discussion of, like, hey, I think we need to talk. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. Sometimes guys get really messy, and then they, like, force me to have a talk, you know? And then that's obviously when I think it warrants it. I'm like, all right, look, you like this kind of communication? Cool. This guy's very, like, whatever you know about it and I that's the one thing I did like about him but this is also kind of what I think needs to happen um because I might not ignore him forever but as of right now I feel very done with the situation I don't really gain anything out of it I don't feel anything 
uh, I'm bored sometimes, but really I have shit to do. I don't really have time to be just talking to people who do nothing for me. And I don't mean doing anything for me like I need to benefit financially or he needs to bring me food or any of that but even just my soul gets nothing from it you know eventually I felt like I would look at stuff that he posted on Instagram and I just found him to be like not attractive in any way anymore and that was kind of okay with me at first because I was like well this he's not my boyfriend you know who cares if he's (laughs) I don't give a shit uh but now I feel like I don't want to give away my energy to things that aren't refilling my cup. They just empty my cup. They just spill my cup over. Fucking fuck my cup. And they kick it and they knock it over. Fuck that. I don't want that anymore. I want people who are filling my cup and being like, hey, how's your cup doing? Whatever. Um, and I say that as someone, yeah, who's a quote unquote a hoe or whatever. I just don't have rules like that. Um, <clears throat> but I guess I will read some of your guys' takes on what, when and, you know, what's appropriate, basically, for... I'll read the how uh, I actually worded it so that I can give you uh, correct information. Um, let's see. So I said... Oh, I asked you guys for some questions as well, so I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I said, I need some input from you guys. If y'all aren't official, but you're friends plus fucking, when is a formal conversation needed when you want to back off slash end things? Um, and Matt Braybury said, for me, I wasn't into her anymore Then what we were, or... I wasn't into her any more than what we were doing. Um, but I decided I'd stick around as long as I didn't have to lie about how I felt. Then she decided she wanted to push for more. That's where I would have to lie. Even then, I might have stuck around while being honest, but she pulled the ultimatum card. You make a decision to commit or we're through. And while I'm sorry it came to this, this is what he said, it's understandable it was nice while it lasted and good luck but when matt said through when he said the words through she backpedaled faster than a tour de france replay on rewind i didn't even enjoy the fact that i successfully called her bluff i was just emotionally burnt out yeah so that's that's a reason why i do my check-ins okay one of my biggest fears is basically just like falling in a position that just doesn't benefit either of us and you know that either way it's gonna suck you know what I mean like if you go forward it's gonna suck because you guys together aren't good or if you bounce it's gonna suck because you're low-key gonna miss them you know and you're gonna miss cuddling with them and the way that they used to fucking I don't know make you chicken on Sunday or something and like You just, you know, you miss the little shows you used to watch and all that dumb bullshit that comes with really liking somebody, you know, um, and you always get scared that you're going to be the one who likes the person more, and that fucking is not something that's fun for anybody, because even on the other side, if you are the one who doesn't like that person, you're like, hell yeah, I'm out of this bullshit, blah, 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 blah nah you feel bad if you're anything like me if you're not a sociopath you will probably feel bad damn 
Anyway, <laughs> so Black Mange says, I've been ghosted or straight up replaced before. Sometimes there's often communications or there's open communications, I'm sorry, and feelings and expectations are being placed on each person that passed boundaries. If change needs to happen, then say so. Feel like moving on? In my honest opinion, mention it ASAP, regardless of atmosphere. All right, so I, I tend to agree with this. I tend to agree. Um, if y'all are kind of like regular and see each other regularly, I think it is important to be like, hey, I think you need to expect some changes. You know, it might hurt the other person, but I think it's the best thing. It's what I would want. Even if it hurts my ego, it's what myself wants to know. You know what I mean? So let me know. Communication seems to be a theme right now. All right, let's see what Alex Hall has to say. Alex said, I found that in this situation, after X amount of time, one party will initiate the so what are we conversation. At that point, it either develops or dies. I agree. That's the check-in conversation I'm talking about. And, you know, anytime I kind of feel like I'm starting to, you know, fall for somebody or get sprung or whatever, I'm, like, very quick to be, like, even if I'm not to that point yet and I just am starting to feel feelings, I'm like, hey, I'm feeling feelings. I can sense it's happening. I don't know if I like it or not, but I'm letting you know so that if, you know, if you want to bounce, that's cool, because I really understand, like, this shit's not fun, <laughs> so I understand if you want to just get going, like, I, I'm with it, salute you, sir, I uh, will hurt my feelings very much, but you know what, I would rather that happen now, until, you know what I mean, it, it, rather than later, when you are even more sprung, and you're like, look, I can't help it, I just love you, and they're like, whoa, buddy, I don't think so, um, <laughs> so yeah, there we go. There's another, so what are we kind of thing. Check in all the time. Uh, Danny, hi Danny, says, I think communication is definitely important if you're sleeping with someone regularly. I do prefer open relationships with like-minded people, but I have had to break it off with a partner partner because of my main recently. Me too, girl. It's literally that shit. It's like people will be like, oh, you're not, you know, I don't want to be anything to you but at the same time if I'm not something to you I'm gonna be mad about it and it's like okay which one is it because I want to get loved on sometimes you know I want cuddles and back rubs and whatever the fuck so you're not gonna give me that so what you think I'm gonna just sit here and not get rubbed no I'm gonna get rubbed <laughs> Okay, and sorry if, like, I fucking sound stupid when I'm laughing or talking or really doing anything. Uh, right now, my excuse is that I'm sick. I don't really, I can't cover, like, the past or future, but right now I'm sick. So, yeah. Alright, so John Stephen Hurst said, All I can say is communication is key and you must be able to allow all to be said within the confines of emotions and always follow your heart not your mind or your body your heart knows when it's over your heart also knows when it's moving great <laughs> i think i agree with that <laughs> um yeah there's no punctuation in this tweet so it's a little hard but i think i understand what john is saying um you know follow your heart or whatever honestly i follow my body and my brain too though um 
like I said, I've I've mentioned this in past episodes, but you know, I'm not gonna be like one of those people that are like, oh my god, you haven't listened to any of my past episodes. That's crazy. So if you're a first time listener, what's up? Um, something I like to say a lot is evaluate if it's you that wants it or your ego. Because there are times where I'm like, I can't believe you wouldn't do that for me, but in my head, I'm think about it. You know, I think about it, and it's really my ego. My ego wants it. My ego wants this person to be obsessed with me and want me all around. Do I really want that? No, I don't. That would make my life really hard, actually, if this person was too into me and didn't have their own life, you know? Like, that's that would be stressful. So evaluate. I agree. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. And sometimes it is your body. Sometimes your body just wants one thing, and then that's it. And then your heart's being dumb as shit. Um, so I guess I kind of disagree in some regard, but I know what you're talking about, John, and I understand the sentiment and I respect that sentiment. Now, Rick, Rick, his name is Reckless Roll-Up, and I can see why he sounds reckless and like he might roll up every now and then. He just said, it's called Ghost Emoji with a gif of a scary looking ghost woman thing. Uh, yeah, uh, you could ghost people, sure. I would rather you roast me than ghost me, though. You know what I mean? I'd rather you be like, you know what, you're a bitch, you're demanding as fuck, and you're not even cute. I'm fucking someone cooler that actually has an ass, and I'd be like, oh my fucking god, this hurts my feelings so bad, and I would be really sad and probably cry for a while, but then I would know what the fuck is up, and then I would, you know, then I would know what was up with you and everything, and I would understand. If you just ghost, I kind of find that disrespectful, like, um, if it's somebody that you actually have a connection with or whatever. There are people, though, who they'll know exactly why you ghosted them. They'll treat you like shit for months, and then when you finally ghost them, they'll be like, well, damn, finally, I thought you were going to just let me treat you like shit forever, you know? Um, I don't do that personally, but do not put it past the general population of humans to do shit like that. Um, so, <clears throat> that's how I feel um, about that. So, um, all in all, I hope that made sense. I'm kind of sick on and high off of like NyQuil or Day, I don't really know. One of them makes me feel kind of funny. Um, but I had to do it, otherwise I would have been blowing my nose this whole time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically, my, my opinion is that you should always communicate, and that's the only real way to avoid confusion for subjects like this. You know what I mean? Because it really, 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 really sucks when you guys are on different pages, And if you know that you're on different pages, do something about it. Don't just play dumb like y'all aren't on different pages, you know? Like, if you know this person, like, loves the shit out of you and you don't love them back, like, let them go, you know? I mean, I get it. Everyone's, like, a grown human and not everyone. But if you're listening to this, you should be grown. And if you're not, you turn this shit off right now, sir. Okay, Johnny? I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, honestly, it's pretty explicit on here. Maybe you shouldn't be listening. I don't, I I don't know. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, so I just think communication is key. And if you can't talk about it with that person, then you're not mature enough to be in anything with that person, even if it is just fucking, because fucking is still pretty, uh, you know, pretty uh, grown up activity, if you ask me. So Danny asked, did you do camming? I did it a little when I get back into it. I cammed actually, the, f- the first kind of sex work I did really was camming. Um, I cammed when I was 18, uh, trying to make money to keep, actually, um, I had nude pictures on godsgirls.com. That's where my first quote unquote sex work stuff happened. Very tame, very light. Uh, I didn't even consider myself a sex worker at the time because the work was very, very, very tame. It was mild. But I ended I ended up doing camming for more money. Uh, more girls were making, you know, I saw girls who were mothers, girls who were going to college, girls who were, you know, who needed substantial amounts of money to doing it, making that money. So that inspired me to do it because I was going to school at the time and I wasn't living with my parents anymore. They had kicked me out when I was like 17-ish and um, I didn't want to drop out of school. That sounds really sad when I say it like that, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to drop out of school, so I did it myself. And then, um, yeah, I uh, that's when I started and then that's how I kind of got on Twitter saw porn twitter you know things just happen from there so camming yes was was you know a huge part of my life at some point i stopped camming because i could not stick to a schedule with my other stuff i was doing because even throughout sex work i always wanted to pursue other things as well one of the luxuries of sex work is that although mentally and emotionally strenuous in a lot of ways your schedule if you are lucky Uh, Not all girls get this, but a lot of them do. You have a little flexibility in your schedule, you know, so you have time to do other stuff. So I took advantage of that and took on other jobs, other projects and, you know, yeah. So, yes, I did do camming. Uh, If you want to get back into it, I think it's very saturated now. So the game is a little different. So I don't I don't know how it goes, but it looks like a lot of girls are still having great successes. Um, All right. And we have one other question. Uh, well, two questions from Dalek, 2015. He says, do you have a Hogwarts house? And if so, which is it? I think I'm a Ravenclaw. You know, as much as I like, uh, as much as I fuck with, you know, Hogwarts and everything, uh, Harry Potter in general, the entire franchise, um, I don't really give a shit about it. I mean, I think Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw is really cool because it's, me you know what I mean like I belong to that little group I guess but I don't it's never been a huge thing of mine to you know be like well what would I be like if I was not I I don't feel like I'm a witcher not in that way anyway not in the Harry Potter way (laughs) um but it's Ravenclaw uh if budget slash logistics were all covered what would be a dream scene film scene slash film slash etc you'd like to make and or star in so if i was doing like a porn thing it would definitely have to be some sort of i would want it to be ironic in some way you know i would want the um power dynamics of things to be different like usually it's kind of rapey or the girl's a teen or the asian girl is giving some sort of massage or you know what I mean I think it would just be some ironic satirical uh 
thing where the men ended up being dominated or um it would be like something just totally objectifying the men like my gardener next door or something i don't fucking know you know i would have to think about it but it would be some shit like that and then if you meant non-adult which i don't think you did but i'm gonna answer it anyway uh it would be something like broad city (laughs) you know something like broad city and yeah uh, maybe something also factual, like, not factual, but, like, not fake, you know, something like a little talk show or something, I think that would be really fun, um, but yeah, so that's honestly why I'm doing my, my, my podcast, I think it's just a really fun way for me to kind of get connected with you guys without vlogging, because I fucking suck at vlogging, I always lose my equipment, I always forget to bring my camera places, um, But this is a really nice way for me to connect with you guys. So um, I hope you guys liked it. That was the mini-sode. Let me get my little fucking pirated outro music, a.k.a. me playing songs off my Apple music. Um, What did I start with? Oh, I started with Khalid, didn't I? Let me just outro with that then. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It has been awesome. And uh, shoot me some questions and, you know, shit like that.